Hello, I am Philip Kennedy. Thank you for downloading this podcast of the NYU Abu Dhabi Institute. We hope you enjoy listening to this. For more information about our programs, please visit www.nyuad.nyu.edu slash institute. Hello, uh, my name is Fiona. I am from the Ancient World Program here at New York University Abu Dhabi, and I am very happy to welcome you this evening to the third seminar in our series on the Gulf in the Ancient World, sponsored by the NYUAD Institute and Zaid University. Tonight, we are honored to have Issa Youssef speak with us. Mr. Youssef is the Supervisor of Archaeological Survey and Excavations for the Sharjah Archaeological Authority. Mr. Youssef has been formally excavating here in the UAE since 1992 and has broad experience across the country as the head of the archaeological excavations for the National Archaeology Team under the patronage of the Ministry of Culture, Youth and Community Development. Mr. Youssef has participated in many regional and international conferences and workshops and his diverse interdisciplinary background is best summed up by his most recent publications on Dibba, uh, an ancient port in the Gulf of Oman in the early Roman era, on Rhodian amphora stamps found in Malaya, uh, old and recent finds, and on tin, arsenic and lead concentrations in prehistoric arrowheads. Mr. Youssef has worked with many of my Australian colleagues and friends over the years, and I know he has encouraged and inspired many of them to work and to continue their research here in the UAE. His work across the country also means that he has provided inspiration for growing numbers of young Emirati archaeologists. I think we're in for a treat tonight, so I'll turn you over now to Mr. Youssef to discuss cultural connections of Malaya from the 3rd century BCE to the 3rd century CE. Thank you. I'd like to thank the university for, for the invitation, and I hope we give some information or some important subject about Mleha. Mleha very important site, UAE and also in the Gulf. The culture connection is not only the material. The culture connection in Mleha is, we have a lot of important thing. We found it in Mleha, it's unique for, for another site. Mleha settled, in, or the, we have here the Mleha in the interior site, it's like in the heart of north of Emirates. It's very important site and very start Mleha from the third century BC. But if you're looking in Mleha area, Mleha area is start from 125,000 years and continues for occupation several time until 250 BC. And this the important period which I'm going to speak about it. Our information about Mleha is very important. When start the digging in Mleha? The first digging in Mleha start by Iraqi team in 73, and His Highness late Sheikh Zaid visit them, and he stay in Mleha nearly two hours only to see the archaeological site in Mleha. Iraqi team, they dig in the graves, and uh, two graves, and also they dig in the uh, what they called it the palace. And after that, we will see what happened in this building. The palace is one of the most important sites in Arabia. When we start, why they, the people in Mleha, they occupied Mleha? All the mountain in the, in the east, Hajar mountain, all the wadi, they moved to, to the west. 
directly all the water is stopped near Mleha. And we have, there's some evidence showing in Mleha, they have lagoon, fresh water lagoon, and they have some well. And, and around Mleha, we have important sites like Faya, it's uh, Neolithic and Biolithic, and we have Jebel Limelech, it's uh, Bronze Age, Jebel Buhayas is Neolithic, and but Jebel Buhayas completely is full of archaeological evidence from the Neolithic, Bronze Age, and Iron Age, and even from 1st and 2nd century and 6th century. It's very important. And in Jebel Imelech also, we found some graves from the 680 and Thqiba. This part, which we is very important site, in the end, 250 BC, it's come a new settlement for Mleha. It's very unique. In the same time in Emirate, we will not find any settlement start from 250 BC. All the settlements start after that in 180, and which is before from the Iron. In the end of the Iron Age, Mleha start to be showing how is important is Mleha. Mleha is not normal site to come like this. It's something happened in the Arabia to become what we found after that. It's like kingdom. We will speak about all archaeological visit. Ador, one of the important port and Deba. I will speak about Deba very fast in the end of presentation because Deba is also very important. The archaeological site around Mleha, they are very important. Deba al-Hisan. We have Deba al-Hisan, Mleha, Suhar, Ador, Khorui, Qana. And Qana is one of the most important sites for exporting Luban. I work with the French team in Qana. It's a very important site, and we have a lot of material which in Qana, similar, which they found it in Mleha in 180. We start in Mleha. Now we are in Mleha. Mleha, we have several uh, archaeological sites inside the Mleha. Mleha, we have the border of Mleha archaeological site. We have here outside, but we have Mleha one. It's a settlement, part of the houses, and we have... BV also is the workshop of the metal and workshop of the, uh, the animal bone and workshop for the, we have also for the soft stone. It's one MLF, area F, is very important. I will speak what we found in the area F. Mleha 5, Mleha 2, we have here uh, graves for the camel and human graves and, and, and all the area from the area if continue to, to uh, grave uh, Mleha 2 to Mleha 5 to Mleha 7 and it's continue to Mleha AV, all this area is graveyard, big graveyard. And if we continue to speak, we dig more, we will find more, but we, we choose some part. And we will speak also about which type of grave in Mleha we have. Most important, the palace and the fort. Mleha Fort and the palace. The general view of uh, Mleha is in the west side, we have Jebel Faya and Jebel Mleha. And the east side of uh, Mleha, it's uh, Hajar Mountain. It's very far, but it's in the area. You can see it from the area. It's in the part of section, uh, the section is connected between the north and the, and the south, and between the east and west. And Mleha, the fire mountain in Mleha, we have the palace. I spoke about the palace, the Iraqi team, they start to dig in this section, and after, in 2008, 2009, and 2010, the French team, 
They continue the building and they found the complete building of the palace. And in 2011, the French team, they left the site and the local team by Dr. Sabah, we start to, to find the outside wall and the rooms, more rooms inside the, the palace. And they, we called it the palace. What's the difference in the Mleha Palace? It's the towers, have eight towers. The tower is, they are square tower, the entrance from the east. There is something special inside. We have the building and the building, the evidence which they're showing is destroyed and burned. And this is also, it means somebody attacked them and they destroy the, the site. The dimension we have here, it's from the, the wall, outside wall or east wall. We have around 79 meter by 80 meter by 77 meter. It's very large building. And I think, in my, my opinion, I read a lot of the building in uh, Saudi Arabia and Kuwait. They are smaller than the palace. The palace is one of the largest building in Arabia. The second building, Fort, Mleha Fort. Mleha Fort is very important building, similar to the palace, but smaller. Eight tower, square tower, but there is something special they found during the digging the, the pipe line for the water electricity. They found the coin mold, and this is one of the most important uh, object find in Mleha. The coin mold. This means Mleha meant the coin, and we will speak about all the coin which we found in the Mleha. And here the section which you can see it's. Uh, in the fort. The similarity to Mleha Fort and the palace. You can find it in Qasr al-Hallabat and also in Qasr Bashir and also in Hellenistic building in Failaka. They are in Jordan and Failaka. And I think also in even in the Egypt, they have from the Roman period, they have the similar palace or four fortification building, but smaller. The Asuk, they called it Asuk in Qaryat uh, al-Fawd, they are more or less similar uh, the Mleha the Fort, the rooms around the, the wall and inside big courtyard. And this, one of the most important thing, Mleha, the, the connection for, from Mleha to the north is showing through the, the building. And also in Mleha, we have the settlement, the housing, and the occupation is continue, the occupation more or uh, three or four times. We have the grave from 250 BC, and we have here 150 BC, Mleha 5. And we have similar, small, we have large uh, monument graves, and we have also the, the small graves, and they are different in the, in the level, in the, inside the, uh, the site. One, one thing is very important in Mleha grave, all Mleha grave, we not find any skeleton in them. We found graves for the camel. We found the camel skeleton, but human remains, we don't have any, even the small fragment from the human remains. The Iraqi team, they not found. The French team, they not found. Belgium team and the local team, all the team who work in the graves, we not found any evidence. We found the material, we found the gravestone, but we not find any human uh, remains. Mleha graves, they are tower, tower graves. And the tower graves, they are very important for us. The decoration, which you can see it here in Mleha, they are older than uh, Madain Saleh and Betra. In Betra and Madain Saleh, it's around 150 BC or 200. In Mleha, we have 250 BC. It's older than which 
known in another site in the north. Some people, they thought the culture from the Mleha go to the north. It's, it's, it's a little bit to be understand more about, about this period, 250 BC in Mleha. The tower graves only for the rich people in Mleha, and you, we rebuilt the, the wall, but we have that evidence the, the wall is collapsed. And around two meter by measuring some uh, some wall is two meter with the decoration. All the decoration we found the decoration for the monument. This is very important in Mleha. Each grave they have for one person chamber. It's down or sometimes two chamber. One for the uh, gift or uh, the object and another for the skeleton. In Mleha four Mleha four settlement house. In one house we found child. It's only one skeleton outside the graves in the house. They buried the child in the house around one year and a half, and the carbon dating 34 AD. It's Mleha period in the upper part of the, of the building in the Mleha, and only we have one evidence. Anyhow, in the Mleha graves, we found a lot of the camel graves. Camel graves, they are very important for us because it's between the mixed camel grave with dromedary and also between uh, double hum, a bacterian uh, camel. Some of them, they are very large, and we have also two skeletons for the horse. We have two horse, and isotope for the horses showing one of them, they are coming from the north, near Kuwait or somewhere in the, in the north of Arabia. This is very important. What's meaning of the buried camel? In the Arabia, pre-Islamic, they thought they called it al-baliya. They killed camel to use the person or the owner. He used it in the another life when he go to the god. He don't want to walk with the people, but he will uh, be on his camel, not with the servant like ordinary people. But he's famous. So you should. And some, they called it like offering. It's like offering. They kill them. In the, in the grave, but all the camel which we found them in Mleha, they have a special grave. Each camel has grave and they, and they put them in the sitting in the grave and some neck is back uh, to the back or it's going back and after they killed the, or slaughter the, the camel. It's very important. It's very important and some camel, the isotope of the camel, it's showing two of the camel or three of camel, I do not remember the number, two or three, they are not from Mleha. They brought them from somewhere near Al Ain or area around Al Ain because from the isotope they eat from there, but they not eat in, in Mleha. And directly they put them in the grave. And this means they bring the camel from outside to, 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 to Mleha. And this is it's very important to understand from the isotope about the camel. Uh, the horse in Mleha. It's decorated with a very important uh, gold. It's, it's iron, but it's plated in the upper part by, by foil, gold foil. It's decorated. It's very important uh, material we have. But also in the Mleha grave, we found some, some small bead of gold. And this is very important. They are from the, which is the looter they lifted, and this one from, they found it in Mleha by survey. But the, all the beads, it's, uh, we found them in Mleha, and sorry, this one from the palace. 
which is the the looter after they destroy the building, where is the burn? Somebody lift some bead and coin gold in the entrance of the palace. But the, uh, another bead they are from the Mleha grave, and we found a lot of the foil in the in the graves. Mleha is very rich. Uh, the people they are very rich in Mleha, and this very rich settlement. And through the material which we found them, I will start speak about the culture. This type is Mleha type. We called it. I called it Mleha type. You can't find it outside Mleha. It's only the jars which you can't decorate it in Mleha. And we work. I work with my colleague from Sharjah University, and we analyze the pigment on the on the pottery and the paint on the pottery. We find it is coming from one workshop. We we choose five pieces from different area in Mleha. And we, when we analyze them, they are coming from one workshop from from same time. It's the 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 element which they use it in the painting. It's same element. It's not changed in all uh, in all pottery which we found. It. This means it's they paint this type of jar in Mleha, and we think it's also they made it in Mleha. Mleha type. I called it Mleha type. But the oldest material we found it the, from Mleha. They are from 250 BC, the base of Greek amphora, and this is the the, the oldest pottery we found it in Mleha. It's the base of the Greek amphora, and this is the connection, first connection of the Mleha culture. It's with the Rhodian amphora, and we have black glaze. We have black glaze pottery also imported from the Mediterranean. It's very important. We have black glaze and we have the oldest pottery, 270. We found it in Mleha. And this is showing how is important this period for Mleha when they are start. And we have a lot of the Rhodian amphora, Rhodian amphora with the two stamp for Epony on them, the names of the Epony. And, and, and we have some of them with the one stamp and we have the Roman amphora, 180. Similar, this jar, they found it in Beit Saida, in the uh, Sea of Al-Jalil, near the Sea of Al-Jalil. It's very important. It's, they are very important Roman amphora arrived to Mleha. This is showing the connection of Mleha to the north. More of the amphora, handle of amphora, we have several names. We have Chiron, here Chiron, and we have here Aristos, and uh, Ecclesis, and Bonomo, and Aristo. We have several, but in Mleha we find more than, uh, now maybe 32 handle of Amphora with the stamp of Epony, or the, the name of the, of, the, of the people who made it. It's very important, handle of Amphora with the Greek, written on them with the dating. It's all it's very important document for the dating material. This one is very important because you have the head of Helios, it's the sun. It's very important and it's very rare because usually on the handle of amphora is coming with the round one. And here we have it on the triangle or we have this, this shape. 
And we have here one name and two handles of amphora, Antimachus. It's very important when we find one name and two handles. Usually we find one handle with one name and maybe the similar name, they found it in the south of Russia or in the Portage in, uh, in Egypt. But here we have the, the one, two handles, one name. They have from one name. And I think it's very important or imported the amphora from the Rhodian or uh, Greek amphora from uh, Rhodes. We have Teresigillata pottery. And this is very important also, the connection of the culture between Mleha and the Roman. And also we have from Cilicia. Cilicia Calcidia. It's very important. Important site we have, it's coming. We have that jar from Beitsaida and we have here from the Cilicia. It's very important. Jar, Roman jar arrived to Mleha and arrived because there is culture connection between the Mleha and the north. But the Mleha also, they have connection, another connection to Egypt by Egyptian amphora, and we have Batah amulite. This is very important when you find small objects, but they have big meaning of the connection. And we have also a scrap with the Egyptian hieroglyph unit. They have the sign of uh, Anch and also Ibis. We have here the glass stem with the Aramite on it, the name of the person, maybe ba, 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 Baku, Baku or Bamaku. And also the connection, the, here, this figuring, or this, they found it in Qaryat al-Faw for Aziz and Tisha, and which we found it in Mleha, only the head for Aziz and Tisha. And this is very important connection with the Egypt or the, the, the culture. But if we move from the north to part, we will go a little bit further to the west. In the west or uh, south, uh, west of Iran, or southeast of Iran and, or west of Iran, we have Namrud Putri. Namrud Putri, we have, this is the uh, Namrud, uh, early Namrud Putri, and we have the Baker, they are from later, second, third century and the early one from 1st century AD. It's very important from, from this part, the connection between Mleha and, and the south. And they are, not only we have three, we have nearly 10 bakers. This means we have trading. Usually when I speak with my colleague, they said we have trading with, uh, like in uh, Al-Hamriya, we have one pottery shared from they said we have trading with Abida. One pottery is not meaning we have trading. We have connection, culture connection. Trading, we need quantity of pottery to say, yes, I have trading, I have exchange. Here we have a lot of fragments of this type of bakers. With the Iraq, Mesopotamia, we have a lot of the glazed jar. And this is very important. Glazed jar, they are arrived to Mleha. And they are Parthian, but they are very important to understand how much the trading between the Mesopotamia and, and Mleha, and we have a lot of the flask. And also we have a lot of the pottery, a big quantity usually, or more of that, it's from 180, the Indian cooking pot. We have a lot of fragment of the Indian cooking pot. This is also showing another route of a trade from Mleha. Mleha starts to go everywhere, 
by the culture and the incense burning is very important. We have the large one is around 50 centimeter large, made of stone, limestone. It's very important one and, and rare and unique. And we have this one from Bluchistan and decorated with uh, some figuring, female figuring. And we have the square, this type of square uh, incense burner. This is burner is very important for Luban, or they use it in the also in the temples. But in Umleha, still we not find any evidence of the temple. The temple they found in Dur, it's a very important building, but in Umleha still we don't have. We back again to Italy and we go to see the Milfiori. Milfiori glass is very important in Umleha, and I I put also the date shape. It's a Roman date shape. Glass is very important. We have two pieces, but we have a lot of the fragment of the molded glass. And also we have a lot of the glass in a bottle from Diba. We have a lot of fragment also from uh, Mleha. And I think the Belgium, they study the glass in uh, Adur. They found 80% of the glass, which they found it from Adur, they are coming from India. And 20% they are not from Rome or from outside. They are 80% from, from India. And this is very important. It's, it's important and interesting to understand the connection. We have a lot of the figuring in Mleha. It's the head, animal, figuring, human. We have the shell, work shell. But in Mleha, we found something special. We found the mold of the pottery. And you can see here the bird seagull. It's very important. It's mean Mleha also. They import the mold to, to make some f uh, figure or uh, human figure or animal or bird figure. It's very important also to find it in Mleha, which is difficult to find it to in another site. Now start Mleha through the, the trade, going to the north, east, west, everywhere by trading. And the metal start to speak. We need to speak about the metal in Mleha, the metal, the the bronze material we found in Mleha, they are very important, especially we have some of them like Aphrodite, Eros, and we have a person with the beard on his hand. We don't know if it's a falcon or another type of bird, but it's very important. And if you're looking here, he closed his head. I will show you after what's meaning of, of this. And also we have a lot of the spout, horse spout, and we have cow. This one, one of the, of the rare, rare object we found it because in that door, they found one with the horse and we have one with the, with the cow. It's very important to understand how much quantity of material we have. The horses, we have more, more than seven or around seven or more than seven. And the cow, we have nearly six or seven spouted of the cow, one complete. And also we have more silver material in Mleha. And we have the mirror. It's very important to find a decorated mirror and, and some, some uh, bowl and some flask. And we have also important thing, the bronze was decorated with the human. It's very important for one reason. If, you, if you're looking here, the head closes his head. The second one also here, he also closes his head by maybe something. Here also similar, and here also similar. They are all, they have the same meaning. They close them head, and I think it's like, the like ghitra, they close the head, and this is something special in Mleha. 
because all the material which we found it here in Mleha. One of them with the South Arabian letter. This is M R A Mara, and here Sheen Mim Sin Shams, Mara Shams, and this means man of the sun. And this is Umro Shams. In Arabic, we call it Umro Shams, but they write it in South Arabian Mara Shams. And this is very important. First name is showing with the two names, God name and the and the and the person Mara Shams Umro Shams. Like now we have Abdullah. It's also double. This is very important. And here, what I mean, they close the head. Also similar. This is in Liwa. Before the people in the desert, they have need to close there. But in uh, in Mleha, they have also we have it in the especially this one in the in the handle, which we have here in the handle is very clear. And another all. And this is the type of a clothes we have. We found in the graves area a lot or hundred, hundred of the fragment of sword or arrowhead. And we have a lot of the quiver of arrowhead. Sometimes 10 or 20, more than 25 arrowhead all together. And this means they are very strong people and they are very powerful. They have a lot of the iron and they have a lot of the sword. And this is meaning of the power of Mleha. They have Mleha. They have power. And here we have the, the pole. After that, in Mleha, we should find something new in Mleha, alabaster, the connection with the Yemen. We have the alabaster in Mleha, but we have a lot of quantity. We found in the alabaster, in the settlement, 47 jar, small jar of alabaster. They are very beautiful, and some of them unfinished. But in the graves, also, we have a lot which they found it also in, in the, they known in Yemen and uh, also they known in, uh, in Mleha. We have a lot of the alabaster in Mleha and we have a lot of the small alabaster. And this is another section of Mleha route to, to Yemen. It's very important to understand how is relation between Mleha and another part of the world. Let's continue the culture of Mleha to be more important. We have here more the small bottles of alabaster. We have more vessels. We have more alabaster. Very beautiful. Some of them very small. Some of them they are double jars. Now we will jump to new important also power. The money is power. To mint power, money, you should have the power to mint that money. In Mleha, we have the early coins. They are from the Early issue of Alexander Great coin after he did, uh, we have that those two opal, one gram, small silver opal, one gram, and we have also the early issue of the Alexander Great coin after he did, and here also after he did because we have the letter A uh, Aramaic on the on the coin, and you can see the 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 legs they are straight. Still not change. After that, it's change. But we have also in 150 BC we have Heracl on the coin, and the, also we have here the god Zeus. But they change on the coin in the Mleha. They they change some element, like they they put horse on the hand of god Zeus, and they remove the eagle. They put the ban uh, leaf. And they, on some time, you have three 
ban tree. And this is very important. And also in some coin, here you have the horse, but sometimes you have half of the horse. Sometimes you have the horse and he move, uh, he move his uh, front leg up. This is very important in the coin of Mleha. We have a lot and, and, and we have also one sign. This sign is very important. We don't know exactly what. I think it's maybe South Arabian letter Ha, and it's meaning Hamun, Hamun part, and also it's meaning of the God Son, but some of them, they are the sign for the solution. It's very important because we find in Amaliha big stone with the same sign. And one person in Madha, in Sultanate Oman, in the east uh, coast, he found also one petroglyph with the same sign. This is very important. We have the sign on the stone. We find it here on the, the coin. But in the Mleha coin, they have name. Abil. Abil. Here it's Abil. This is very important to, to, to read it as God or as person name. In the Mleha coin, we should understand Mleha coin, they have three, three types of Mleha coin. We have uh, one gram, we have four gram, and we have 16, 17, or 15 gram. And this means Obel, Drachma, and Tetrachma. It's the same weight of the coin for the Greek coin. They are copied, and they also they use the same weight of the coin. And we have silver coin, and we have also copper coin, and also we find in Mleha gold coin. And some coin, you have here the name, and some of them, they read it, Bert, daughter of Bajan. And it's difficult here, it's very clear, Bir, son of Bajan in Aramaic. And we can say daughter. And some coin, they have daughter, and they said, maybe in Mleha they have queen. But I don't think in Mleha queen, because the coin mold have horse, and here we have beard, like eagle. They are different. It's maybe mint in another area with Abil, son of Bajlan, but not from Mleha. It's coming from outside because Mleha coin is very clear. And we have this coin, it's very important. A small coin, but in the front of God's horse, we have Nike, God Nike. Something also important and rare on the coins. In Mleha, we have Augustus coin, we found in Mleha. Augustus coin is very important. And we have Tiberiu coin. The gold coin to gold coin. But in Mleha also we find the copy of Tiberiu coin. Copy of Tiberiu coin is very important. Some, they read, they think it's from the letter. They are, it's Arabian issue or copy of Tiberiu coin. But this is it's not Arabian. It's from India. In Talqad, they found the mold of Latvia sitting. It's very important we have. It's Indian coin, copy of Tiberio coin, and we found it in the palace, Mleha Palace. It's a large building after destroy. Some coin, we have two coins. We found it in there. It's from India. And we have also Indian coin, King uh, Abiraka uh, or King Bumuka. They are very important coin coming. Or We have also some coin benchmark. They are coins coming to Mleha or arrived to Mleha, and this is showing the trade of Mleha. All the link, they are the coin which is they found in the Mleha, and only one coin go out to Sialkot. In Sialkot, they found 
مليحة كوين وان مليحة كوين. We have one Mleha coin go out and all Mleha coins that's in in Mleha. It's very important. The culture of Mleha and power of Mleha and between 250 BC until 300 or 400 AD. But in Mleha, also we found something also important in the culture of Mleha, the writing. They start know the writing and we found two types of writing in Mleha. Here we have the South Arabian writing. Here part of Sheen, Meem, Sin, Shems, and here Vad, Vab, and here in. It's very important. Broken stone, but it's very important. And here also in this Af, Ba, and this is part of Ra, Qabr, grave. It's mean grave. And this is part of the large grave stone. In the Mleha also we found, this is in the 60s they found it, and they give it to late Sheikh Khalid, the ruler uh, uh, of Sharjah, and they kept, and after the French team, they studied, and I read it again, and have Nafis wa Qabr Ubaidan bin Aus. Sanat Asher wa I mentioned it to my colleague. This grave, they have dating, but we don't know which area or which period. This is very important gravestone. In Mleha, also we have more gravestone with the double, double writing. We Aramaic, in the upper part, in the, and we have the South Arabian. And here, Wafi Shems, Awfa Shems. Wafi Shems is mean Awfa Shems. You can read name. It's, it's important, the names in Mleha, the culture of Mleha. All archaeological sites, we don't have any evidence of the who they are, the names. We have Ubaid ibn Aus, we have Ghudna, uh, and we have here Wafi Shems, and we have Mara Shems, and we have Horizon. It's very important. Here, Nafis, Waqabar, and after here, it's difficult to read it only by the light, and we put some sand. Name, Horizon. And Horais, Al-Asdi tribe, known, the name is very known in Arabia, in the Najd. There is a tribe called Horais Al-Asdi. But here we have Horizon. And there is something in the accent in the Mleha, they put in, like Ubaidan, Horizon. This is in the end of the, they put in, in the in the accent of people of Mleha when they write. But they write two types of writing, Aramaic and South Arabian at the same time. This is very important to understand Mleha. They have the people, they are writing the double of writing. It's two types of writing. Here, the sum letter is very important uh, for me. It's very important. This part is, you can read it, Nef Men. And here it's very important. This part is Thamudian letter. Zur, visit Nefem. They call it Nef Men. They put also again in, in the end. Visit Nefem. We found it in the grave. And it's, the letter is very important because this is R in Thamudian and this is Zid. Zur, Harf Ra, Zur, Nef Men. You can find it in the South Arabian, the same shape of the letter. We have name of Godwood on the jars, which here it's Wa with Ab, and they found it in Bahrain on the jar. It's from Qalat al Bahrain. They found it in Qalat al Bahrain in jar. But in Mleha, we have here Wa Dab with Ab, same meaning. And we have here Waw, Dal, and we have A. We have here A with also Ab, Father with, the big with. This is it's very important. Like now, if, if, we, if we're going to the coins, 
at il is maybe in the in the, the meaning they are same maybe not it's maybe il god father god like this ab il here with ab it's very important that to understand the people of Malaya had the idea or how they are think and what they have in the graves we have this soft stone soft stone is very important but to find name kahl kahl is god known in the qaryat al faw and they have temple of god kahl in qaryat al faw and the kahl is very important but here it's different than which we read it is the letter is mixed with letter and you can read it here here h and this is l and here this part is k kahl kahl and here we have l and we have here or another l maybe kahlal is kahl name of god and like this sign you find it in some coin in qaryat al faw it's mixed the, the 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 letter is all together k h l we have h and l but the k is missing in the this broken part kahl and we find also in mlaha aramaic and I know the I read, uh, but I'm not I'm not reading uh, Aramaic. I read South Arabian, but this one where they write a grave built in Muki through the person called Wahabillat, and also they mention Kahl and Manat, another god. This is very important in the Aramaic. But now they, they, they some people they said there is another reading for this Aramaic plate. In the end. We can say Mleha now we have visitor center or Mleha archaeology archaeological center is one of the most important building that's come in Mleha. But before we go out from Mleha, I need to show something is very rare and important: the gravestone which they found it last year, end of the last year, and have name Nefis Waqabr. Ahmed bin Jar bin Ali, Bakar Malik Amun. Bakar is mean in Nabatian priest, priest of King Oman. And this is very important. Why Mleha? From the all what we found in Mleha, should be Mleha is part of important area, is part of Oman. And here is Nafis wa Qabr, Ahmed bin Jar bin Ali. Bakar Malik Amun, here Amun, you can see, here, Ain, Mim, Nun, Amun, the Bani, or Banahu, Bir, Bir, in Aramaic, uh, in the Nabatian, it means son, who built it by his son, Ahmed, bin Ahmed, bin Jar, Bakar, and after here, the, it's, 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 I think it's Malik Amun again, and the end is missing. But this is not only the important thing, Amun. And we have also the dating here. Nafis Ahmed bin Jar, alladhi banahu in Aramaic, which built by his son Ahmed bin Ahmed, Senat 2020. Nafis Ahmed bin Jar, son of Ahmed, uh, who built it by his son, Ahmed, son Ahmed, year 20, 20, 20, 20, and after we have 10, and after we have 1, 1, 1, 1, 6, around 6. It's very important. 
It's 96 and it's Seleucian date. It's end of the third century BC. And the, and the Amun, Oman, it's very early known before the Roman. The Roman, we know in the first century, Oman is mentioned in Roman classical writing. They mention Oman a lot. But in Mleha, it's very early. And it's showing Oman is exist before in the third century. And that's why we have power of Mleha. Uh, it's very important. This is gravestone, very rare gravestone, an important gravestone, and hope we found something also special in Mleha. I think it's still. But if we link Mleha, it's very fast. I need to be very fast because if we link Mleha to Deba, Deba is very important. We have two locations in Mleha, grave from 180, and we have the settlement, part of the settlement in Deba. They are from Roman period, 180. We found a lot of the material from the grave, a lot of the glazed jar and amphora, glazed amphora, large grave. We have a lot of the glass. They are some of the molded glass. Maybe it's, they are Roman glass. And also we have a lot of the bead and the gold. And also we have the Roman bead with the have the sign or they have the faces of human. It's very important. And we have the ivory, ivory comb. And This one is very important because we have here male and female. They are together and they found it in uh, different ivory comb in India, in different sites. They are, and they called it in the secret mython. The two lovers together, you found it in the columns, yeah, but they are mython. It's very important. And the similarity, they found one ivory comb in Victoria Albert Museum and another one from Adam in India. There are similarity, ivory comb, and we have one in Deba, but the Deba connection from the, from the material is very important, but not here in the settlement. I will show you more in the settlement. The violent in the graves, we found them in the grave of Mleh. They are very violent. One of the head is hit by arrowhead. Uh, they were hit by, by, by arrow. One of them, they are double. It's one arrow come here and one from here. Go and out. And the second one only from here and go out from here. This means they are violent and they are fighting. We found in the Mleha settlement, it's now it's very important, a largest quantity of bitumen in Deba, sorry, in Deba settlement, we found a lar largest quantity of bitumen jar they found in the world from 180. They are from two areas, from Persia and from Iraq. And we have very big, large of the jars. They are nearly full of bitumen. They are very important for us to understand the link of Deba with the world. And we have a big area in the, we thought the, this, the second site in Deba is part of the Sioux. The largest, uh, we found it here in Emirate, the largest glass ingot and the glass, broken glass bottle, all together. And they are very important to find the glass ingot from 180 in, in uh, Deba. It's showing the trading of, of Deba. And we have a lot of the uh, pottery, painted pottery, Indian pottery. We have amphora, handle of amphora, of, um, uh, Roman amphora. Uh, we have uh, some uh, amphora with the letter 
uh, ill on, uh, on it, South Arabian. And we have also the ivory bone. This is animal bone. It's painted with the human. And I think this one also have meaning. You have the mother and maybe here we have another person, maybe child or son of the mother. It's very important. And the dice, it's very important. This type of dice is Indian dice. They found it in a lot of the site in, in India. It's made by ivory. It's different than cube dice. It's long dice. And we found in Deba head of Selenius. It's very important to, to find. And we have found also another bead, first house with Medosa, head of the Medosa. And this is showing the connection of Deba is very important in Roman period. And that gate, another gate for Mleha to go, Mleha out to the world because they should have connection between Mleha and uh, outside the, the, the India. This is very important. I try to be very fast because nearly 100 uh, slides. And in the, in the end, I'd like, we have our website, sharjaarchaeology.com. You can find the site and you can download also the document. We have a lot of the document and we have a lot of the archaeology, Sharjah antiquity. Uh, you can download them. And I'd like thank you all. And I am sorry because I should be very fast. And uh, somebody have any question, I try to answer. Thank you for this informative uh, lecture. I would like to uh, have an, an uh, interpretation for finding uh, graves of camels. Camels, camels, camels yeah, uh, camel graves while don't find any human graves in the same area. We, we have human grave, but we don't have human bone. We have a lot of the human grave, but human bone is difficult to find the bone. I don't have the answer of that. It's difficult. Still, we are working in Mleha, and we don't know what happened. Mleha is destroyed, but we don't know if the people who destroy Mleha, they, they, they remove the material from the site, from the, because the one, son, uh, one gravestone, it's somebody destroyed the name. They removed the name from the gravestone. But I don't know, we don't know why. Still, this is important, important uh, thing we need to find. Because if we find the human bone, we can have the isotope, we can know from where, because two skeletons near Jabal Imelech from the isotope, they found they are not from here when they are child. They are from the, between Iraq and Iran. They are Sasanian period, from the 6th century. But two girls we found, or two women, but when they are child, the child, they are not, when they are, when they are born and they live until 6, maybe a year, I don't know how many years, they are brought them to this area and they buried them in the, in the, in the sand dune. We found it only in the sand dune with the bead, Sasanian bead. And the dating 600, the same period. If we find something like Mleha human bone, I think it will be for us important to understand who the people or who they are, the people of Mleha. We found in Deba. We found, I uh, sorry, in Deba, and we found in the door. In the door, they found human bone, and Deba, but in Mleha, we don't have. Isa, first, I'd like to offer my congratulations to you and to Dr. Sabah. Thank you. Jasm, on the creation of the Sharjah Archaeological Authority. Thank you. You deserve to have that recognition. I think it's absolutely wonderful. Yes. One question I would like to ask you. 
We're used to hearing about the Rhodian amphorae, about the imports from India, about the trade with Rome, and so on. A new feature in what you've shown today is the evidence of trade with Egypt, which is something that doesn't figure much earlier in the historical record or archaeological record for the UAE, as far as I know. Why do you think it is that during the emergence of this Malaya civilization, for the first time there is evidence of trade with Egypt? Still, we don't know exactly about Malaya a lot. It's very important. And why Malaya after the Iron Age exists? This is the two important thing. I think it's we don't know what happened in the Iron Age and why Mleha exists in 350 BC. And some the question, I not hear it very well, but I think it's, Mleha is very important in, in, the, in the end of the third century BC and, and, and the trade, I don't know how it's arrived to Mleha in this part. Exactly, it's from, because from the pottery in Mleha, we studied the pottery in Mleha, 3rd century BC, 2nd century BC, they are from the north of Arabia more. And 1st and 2nd AD, they are arrive all from, most of them they are from India and the southeast of Iran. It means the change happened in the route. And the route, I think, it's a start changed by Roman. But exactly, if you retain the question, maybe I will answer you more. I don't know. Yeah, I'd like to congratulate you on your website. You. It's really good. It's one of the best websites on archaeology in UAE now, and hopefully it makes the rest of us try to catch up, you know, with, with Sharjah. Um, I had a question about the visitor center. Um, I went to an excellent presentation two or three weeks ago at the Emirates Natural History Group that was uh, yeah. um, one of your um, colleagues who was the education, one of the people from the education office team, talking about the visitors and this aspect. And I was interested just from your perspective, because of course no one knows Malaya area better than you. Yeah. And I was interested um, um, if you started getting some feedback from the visitors to the visitor center. And I was curious because when I was there, there were different visitors visiting there. And I was interested what feedback you had on the visitor center, which are the objects on display that they are most interested in. Um, and also which of the different tours, because as you know, the visitor center, you have yeah. a tour to visit the Umannar tomb, you have optional yeah. tour to go to Fossil Rock, you can go to Bohais, to Fire. Um, I was wondering what kind of reaction you were getting back from uh, visitors. We have here two from the visitor yeah. center. Maybe you can comment. <laughs> but Hello everybody, and, my name is Ashwin Hassan, the education manager. For the project, sorry, Mr. Isai yeah. spoke before you. Yeah. Um, I can answer the question more because we are from the visitor center, from the Malay Archaeological Center. And basically, to answer your question, Mike, it's, um, uh, it's, uh, we've only been operational since January 27th. However, we're seeing uh, a lot of interest in uh, the amount of footfall we're getting. Uh, a lot of the visitors who come to us have been coming back again um, to either visit our off-road sites we have an archaeological tour with a lot of uh, interest, uh, but at the same time, a lot of the visitors are uh, learning more from the artifacts inside the museum. And I'm getting a lot of questions, uh, and in turn, Isa is getting a lot of questions from me um, yeah. to try to understand the history of those objects. So yes, uh, there is a lot of interest, and uh, if you even look up TripAdvisor, we've been getting a lot of positive comments. Uh, in many ways, 
I think uh, we've, we're uh, in conjunction with the Directorate of Antiquities and now the Shah Jahan Archaeological Authority. We are setting a new trend for archaeological tourism. That's something that's uh, emerging in the market, and I see with the different museums and different ecotourism projects that's going to take ground very fast. So I hope that answers your question. Thank you, Ajmer. Yeah, thank you. I've been I've been <coughs> two times already. Yeah. Yeah. So, I need to mention something special in Mleha uh, Archaeological Center. Mleha Archaeological Center, only the material which they found in the interior site of Sharjah. And the oldest one, maybe around, uh, it's the hand axe from the Ashulian period. And this hand axe is the first time they found in this part of Arabia. And we have two hand axes from Suhela. It's not one, not, not tool. They are hand axes, Ashulian hand axes. Very important material or very important object we found them. In the, in the Ashulian period, and the next Sharjah archaeology, they are. We have the the magazine. We have very nice uh, report about the Ashulian period, in the in the Sharjah, and we found more. I need to say we found also another two sites, not in in Khdera. We found in Khdera also some evidence of Ashulian, and this is we taking us back more than what we we know in the modern human. 125, but now we have the Homo erectus, we have the Ashulian hand axe. This is showing the people when they are start to be in this part. I think the object which they found it is very important in, in Mleha Center. In Mleha Center, the information for us is more than material. You can read more information than you can see the, the, the object. Shukran Aisha. Arabi, Arabi. Arabi. <laughs> البوتشمين في تبا تسمع؟ اسمعك زين الكميه الكبيره من البوتشمين في تبا ها وسهل الكميه الكبيره من من ماده البوتشمين القار القار في تبا شو اهميتها وليش بالذات في تبا؟ وهل في اكتشافات ثانيه في الدوله استخداماتها؟ اذا كان الجواب موجود شكرا عيسى ذا بيتومين هي اسكينج ابوت ذا بيتومين اند هاو از امبورتنت ويتش وي فاوند ذيم ان تبا The bitumen they use it in the, in the, the before and the we found some evidence they use it in the roof. We have the palm tree there and also they use it as basket. We found some evidence in Mleha, broken basket, but they made it in some uh, bitumen and we have some jar. It's, they uh, put some bitumen inside and uh, maybe to move the some shell inside them. It's like in some uh, area in Khorrui, uh, the, the Morex, they put them in the jars of the, it's from inside. They, they put some bitumen and after they put the jar because the, the smell or it will be bitter inside. The bitumen, uh, one jar, I clean one jar and I found it's the bitumen which they found, uh, which I found it inside. They are not very clear. It's reused, I think, because There is some fragment of bone and fragment or some pieces of wooden, animal bone, goat, and also we have some uh, pieces of wooden and shell. This means they are mixed and maybe they reuse it from to, to, to use it again in the ships. They, they put it in the ships or in the roof of the building. And sometimes they use it also for the disease on the camel. Also, they put them on the, if they have some coming, they have some disease, they put some bitumen. The bitumen is very important, but it's the meaning of this is the trade. 
Deba, they found the way to go out and they have very important trading and maybe because they are port, maybe they use it on the ship more. يعني يستخدمونه في السفن اكثر لطلاء السفينه من الداخل عشان الخشب بس احنا عندنا هناك ادله سقف بقايا سقف عليه طبعات الحصير ولكن هو جزء من السقف في السوق في داخل السوق كان طايح الى داخل الغرفه ذا ديبا انسايد ذا بيلدينج ويتش اي شو يو ان ذا ديبا يو كان سي ا لوت اوف ذا رومز ذي ار ورك شوب وي هاف ذا شيل بير بير شيل A lot of the pearl shell, I think they use it to, to use the shell. And we found a lot of the pearl in, the, in this building. And we found a lot of bitumen. And I, we found a lot of the stones. I think they use, it, they use them for the crash. And I think it's like workshop in the, in the, in the, in the Deba al-Hassan. Something is very important to understand. In Oman, they found the graves from... end of the second millennium or early Iron Age. It's very important. And the same line of the graves in, in Fujairah they have. If you make line between the Deba al-Bi'ah in Oman, the graves and Fujairah, they are line of the Iron Age. And I think after that is coming 100 AD site, which is mean the coast is, has changed a little bit or the people, they live more near the coast. Deba Oman, in one grave, nearly 4,000 objects. In the second grave, I don't know, maybe 7,000. And they have also still five graves they are not dig. It's very important grave they have. And I think in the same line, they, they are going with the Fujairah. They have also the, the graves, the rich graves in this part. And Deba, they are in all way. Deba until... 18th century, they are very rich because also they have the palm tree. They use the trade they, by the, we, the, the Japanese. They dig in Deba and they found a lot of the connection with the South uh, in the Islamic period, 18th, 19th, 18th century, with the, with the China and with the India and also with the Myanmar. They are very important, uh, Celadon and porcelain. pieces of uh, I am sorry because if in Arabic maybe we will take more for explaining but I try to be more fast because only for for the time um I noticed when you showed the uh, photo of the Malaha palace that it was slightly offset to the fortifications yeah and I'm wondering if the palace is earlier and if there's any significance it's fortification but they called it because When the Iraqi team, they dig the site, they called it palace. And the, in the report, they known as palace. It's a fortification building. It's large fortification building, very large, with the towers, square tower. And it's uh, one of the more important sites we have in one of the most important sites in Mleha and also in the United Arab Emirates because the fortification building is the important in the heritage also. It's part of the ruler living, part of the power. You know, if you, if you take the fort, this means you, you will take everything in the, in the site. It's, it's not only building, also the meaning. Even before 100, 200, the fort is important. If you attack Saudi Arabia, when they attack the, only the Masmak, they take all Saudi Arabia. Only one building. It's meaning. 
know, it's, but they called it the palace because the Iraqi team, when they dig, they called it the palace. And nobody know. And when the French team, they finished the digging in 2011, they said, the contract finished, we don't need to. We found in the Google Earth, there is something white around the building, square. And I spoke with uh, Dr. Sabah to start measuring, and we measured it by Google Earth, and we found the, the wall, outside wall, and the tower, and we continue dig, and now we are, re we are restoring. Now the building and the, the wall, it's around three meter and a half high. If you visit the site, it's different than beginning. There is another more building, we keep it. There is, I need to, still we are not published. We have something special in Mleha. Type of writing is very important, called a zabur. We have it on the silver plate, and we have it on Handel van Vora. This type of a zabur, they call it Khat al-Zabur. They found it, or they known in south of Arabia, south uh, in Yemen. They called it a zabur. It's type of the South Arabian, but it's written, it's different than the graves. It's like, more or less, it's for the uh, ordinary people. They write it on the palm pieces, or, but this, we, which we found it is also very important to, I mentioned it this first time, because still the study not finished, but the first evidence is a zabur type of, of writing, a new type of writing. We found it in Mleha. We have Samudi, we have South Arabian, we have Aramaic, and now we have a new one, a Zabur. Uh, my question is that I know that Mleha is in the, in the middle of the desert. I heard that, that you found an, an evidence that there was a lake there. Is it, is it right? Yeah. We have in, in this part, the white, they are the evidence of the lake since the period of Mleha. Fresh water. And they have also the snails in this lake. It's mean lake. It's, we don't know. I don't know complete how many months stay this the lake, but it exists in Mleha. And I think this one of the most important thing when the people start occupied Mleha, the water. It's very important. They have big will, and they have also the the will around maybe if, I don't know maybe twenty will. We have, and some of them, they are new, maybe before 50 years. The name of Mleha, we don't know from where it come, but now, after we found Malik Amun, it's very important. I need to mention something also important. In Lihyanian writing, in the north of Arabia, they mention Amun. They mention people from Amun, people from Oman. They bring for the god Kahal, Zakah. This is... Nearly, I found nearly more than 12, or maybe 12. 12 in description, Lihyanian, mention Amun, the person from Amun. He come from Oman, coming from Oman. Mention like, for the God Kahal, he giving, offering or giving something for the zakah for God Kahal. And we have now, we have Kahal also in Lihyan. But still, I don't know what's the connection between King of Oman because we have here King of Oman, and uh, Amun, Oman, which is known in Lihyanian. More or less, they are from the same period. And uh, the Saudi people who published, they not mentioned Oman. They said area called Amun, but I think it's uh, 
sandwich we have three liter and mimnoon amun amun okay thank you very much for a fantastic presentation um and i'd like you to i'd like to invite everyone to the reception outside and we can continue questions out there maybe <laughs> thank you very thank much you. you've been listening to a download from the nyrbw institute You'll find more information on our website, www.nyuad.nyu.edu/institute.